0: But even in those moments where we Mm -hmm. are totally not where we should be visually or otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) When we don't see
1: the glasses on top of our own heads. Yes. that,
0: That we're authentic and true and giving the witness to like how... Meeting Jesus has changed our lives forever in some way.
1: Right. But I do think that that goes back then to being firmly rooted in that identity that we have as his beloved. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the season is meant to help us live out that identity more clearly, no matter what we've done, Mm -hmm. so that we can be honest about the ways in which maybe we're not living it perfectly with ourselves first. Yes. You know, it's a call to repentance.
0: It's a great time to go to confession when you come to that realization, right? right? Like, okay, today's the day. Yeah, we're gonna like do let's it. Let's
1: go. There's no shame
0: in that. Welcome to Be on Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday and endless Lenten experience <laughs> into our the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host Nicole Joyce,
1: and I'm your other co-host Rocky McCormick, and I think we're what at the 12th week of Lent. Yeah, it feels like 15th,
0: it. mm-hmm. 23rd. It's been Lent forever. 563rd. Forever.
1: Lent, yes. Yes. so pull up a chair or a beanbag. I mean, if we've just kind of given up on structured furniture at this point. (laughs) Take a deep breath and definitely put away the to-do list for a few minutes. And join us as we talk, laugh, and maybe cry about our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives.
0: I have a pet peeve. I've got several. (laughs) You go first. (laughs) You know that thing where your kids are like, mom where's the thing mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. like it's over there and mm-hmm. they're like i'm looking and i don't see it the thing is gone it is gone forever i can't buy it you need to take me to the store and buy a new one right now where is the thing and i'm like it's over there like no right it's not of i of looked there mm-hmm. and then i walk over mm-hmm. and i pick up the thing mm-hmm. and hand it to them mm-hmm. and they're like oh mm. well i didn't look there <laughs> but like there but was really because like, right it was like in right in front of their, of their face. face yeah
1: yeah, I, is similar, like, they come home and they disrobe, apparently, like, <laughs> you walk in the door, and the backpack goes here, and one shoe goes there, another shoe goes there, and a sock goes there. I
0: know exactly. Like, what? It's like they exploded clothing. <laughs> like, what is
1: that? I don't understand. And then I'm like, can you pick up your sock? I did. No, no, really, can you pick up your sock? Because I'm looking at it right now, and it's on the floor, on the trail of where you
0: are, and well, I don't see it. Have you ever seen Iron Man? I have not. And there's like this moment where like Tony Stark flies back in from flying around in his okay. suit and then he has like robots that take off the suit for him in pieces mm. and like put it in storage. Yeah. How do I get that in my oh, house? Right. That be so they could just like step and like as right. the sock comes off it like it's put in the laundry.
1: Would that be like from the Jetsons? Would Rosie maybe take care <laughs> of that for us? Because I'm gonna tell you the Jetsons lied to me. That by now, we would have, well, we do have some of those things, like an automatic fridge, I guess, sort of, mm-hmm. kind of. But we don't DoorDash, have, like, automatic
0: dinner. No. We still have to make that. Unless
1: we call door Or Dash. buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. But yeah, I would like Rosie to come, you know, disrobe my children and put things
0: where they're supposed to go. Yeah.
1: Or even, like, the, just put it in the laundry basket. I did.
0: No, you put it, like, three feet from the laundry basket. Right. Or, like, I said, put it away not shove it under the couch. Oh,
1: but it is a way. But it's, it's a way. just it's not a way. Out of way. sight. Right.
0: Out of sight. Unlike the thing that you mm-hmm. were looking for that was right in front of you that he yes. insisted was not yeah, there. Yeah, like
1: that that selective blindness. Yes. Which is a nice segue into the mm. gospel for this weekend, which is Jesus restoring the blind man's sight. Do you mm. think Jesus can restore their sight for their socks? Sadly, no. Huh.
0: I'm going to pray about that. <laughs> I'm sure that's they have a long the, list
1: of things. That's sure not even a miracle looked, yeah, you're right. asking for. That your children
0: will be able to see. So the you've sock. given
1: us the path to eternal life. Can you give us sock vision? Can you help my kids see right. their dirty clothes and put them somewhere and find the
0: thing right. they say they lost? I know.
1: <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, although my husband would probably tell you that's how I am with my phone and my glasses.
0: <gasps> <gasps> that's so true. Right. I feel kind of convicted now that you said that. Yeah. I always lose my glasses when they're on top of my head. Mm-hmm. 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 Or my phone when it's in like my back pocket. <laughs> or <laughs> like Where's I'm on the phone <laughs> looking for my phone.
1: <laughs> for sure. Okay, so maybe we're all a little blind. <laughs> maybe we're all the blind leading the blind. <laughs> but as we're reflecting on the healing of the man being born blind, or that was born blind, how often as we've noticed with our phones, our keys, our socks, do we not see what is right in front of us because we're so focused on something else? Like the reason I can't find my phone is because I was thinking about 80 other things when I put it down, so I didn't remember where I put it down.
0: Mm-hmm. Or that it's in my back pocket. Or in the case of my children, they're not really focused on anything at all. <laughs> they're just like... They have teenage brain
1: though, Yes, right? they do. Yeah,
0: We call it applesauce brain in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, we move on to the next thing before the thing in front of us has even been completed. So, you know, just come look at my craft area. There's yep. 80,000 oh. unfinished projects, but I will start a
0: new one. I would love to see your craft area. Oh, you it's should come a mess. see my craft area. Yeah. Because we, we work in different mediums. We do, very much so. Mine is covered in fabric and thread. And
1: mine has, like... Bits and pieces of paper everywhere. Oh,
0: that
1: sounds fun. Yeah. We should no, hang out sometime. It's really a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought that's what we were doing now. But
0: I would appreciate
1: your creative yeah. journey. Hmm. It's it's just a mess. It's just a mess. But there's a sense of that in our spiritual lives too, right? Like yes. We're caught up in the snippets and the sound bites. We might get one decade of the Hail Mary in and then we're off to go pick up a kid from basketball. Yeah. And yeah, because
0: we're praying on our feet, right? We talked about right, that. Right, which that is a good thing. We're always I mean, moving a good thing. so it's easy to lose our way and not come back to it we forget
1: Mm -hmm. or the many texts that I get where I'm like okay I'm in the middle of something I'll get back to that later and then three days later they're like did you get my text I'm like "Mm -hmm." did my mind remember to text you back no
0: oh yeah I just got one right now as we were getting ready to record yeah and it's from my kid who probably shouldn't be texting while he's in school (laughs) so that's that's a different (laughs) conversation for later oh so we're halfway through Lent even though it feels like we've been in Lent for a really long time Mm mm-hmm you know, we're only like in the 12th out of 24 weeks of Lent. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> we might make it. And like, if you're, you know, if you're in the same phase of life that we are with kids, mm-hmm. you're probably already thinking like spring break plans. You might have already registered your kid for summer camp.
1: See, I am just the last. I just,
0: that doesn't even register. Oh, okay. So my my kids are registered for summer camp. Oh, most of them. Two out of, sh- three out of four. Um, and, and then like, also like, this is why
1: we always miss out on summer camp because (laughs) I I don't
0: remember to do that. (laughs) And then like, you know, making plans for like home improvements that you can't do when it's cold Mm -hmm. or when it's rainy. So like we need new gutters or things like that. So we're probably already thinking ahead of all these things. And, and I actually just heard my own pastor say this in a, in a talk we were helping with for marriage preparation. He was like, we're always hoping, we're always thinking like, I can't wait for this thing to be over. I can't wait for winter to be over. I can't mm-hmm. wait for it to be summer. I can't wait for this project I'm at work, I'm doing at work to be done. Right. I can't wait for school to be over. We're always thinking about over, 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 mm-hmm. over. And, and I think today's a really good day halfway through Lent to invite you to step back for a minute and draw that focus back to the here and now. Yeah, that's such a gonna good And I'm going to keep saying this. Lent, we're living right now. Right. Not the Lent we wish we had.
1: No, because <laughs> no, we can plan yes. for the best of things and God laughs at us. Mm -hmm. But that's such a good reminder because that's so true. We are like, oh, my gosh, if we can just get past this project,
0: then we'll have time for. Right. We're always looking like if we can just get to the next Mm -hmm. thing, let's just be in this thing.
1: Right. Right. And it's not necessarily bad. Like we're looking forward to the good things. We're looking forward to Easter. Of course you're looking forward Mm -hmm. to Easter. Or maybe you're just thinking about the darn list of things that you have to finish before then. Did we get the Easter basket things? Do we have their outfits picked out?
0: See, now you're stressing you know? me out. You're right. adding things I to know. my to Who's list. hosting
1: brunch or dinner? And <laughs> have you at least thought about what you're putting in the Easter baskets? And if you haven't, who's going to run to the store so you don't have to choose at the last minute from the scraps that are left over and your kids just get pencils? <laughs> right?
0: Like, <laughs> as a planner in general. Happy they... Easter. Here are some Post-it notes from my desk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> here are some paper clips you like to just play with things anyway. So here you are. Right. <laughs> but seriously, get the outfits together because otherwise it might be swim shorts. mm. That's a good point. If we wait another week. But anyway, joking aside, it's hard to stay in the moment. Yes. It's hard. But how do we do that in these last weeks of Lent so that we can really be present with Jesus? Mm. You know, we're still in this penitential season. Sometimes it feels like a lifetime of penance. Yeah. But we're preparing our hearts for the death and resurrection of Jesus. So are we still fasting? Mm -hmm. Are we still praying?
0: Power. we're still giving.
1: Oh yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do we keep our eyes fixed on this journey with Jesus?
0: Mm. So one of the things I think is really wonderful and pretty simple to do mm-hmm. is we all have probably already in our homes mm-hmm. some some type of sacred art. No. A crucifix. She's laughing because she has a wall full of crosses in her <laughs> house do. and in her office. I do. Um so we all we all probably already have some of those pieces yeah. and and I always encourage my kids to like pick one, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they notice them just randomly like in the house. will be like, oh, this says, you know, that, yeah. that, that God is in our house or, oh, or, oh, yeah. I never noticed that that says faith, hope and love. So we right. have, we have those little pieces everywhere. So like pick one yeah. um, that you already have, or maybe you pick a new one if you, if you love doing those kinds of things mm-hmm. and, and like make it a point that when you see it, that you draw yourself back to right. that, that and you, you, you actually stop and look at it, yeah. you stop and reflect. That you stop and read it, whatever right. it
1: is. So, on our icon wall, so at our home, we have an icon wall which also has a crucifix on it. But at the top, I had painted "ora pro nobis," and it's Latin. So the mm. kids are like, "ora what what?" Mm. <clears throat> but it was it's always because it always catches them off guard, even though I've told them yeah more fingers and toes than I have how many times <laughs> <laughs> what it means. But it is it's oh pray for us, and so then we stop and we we ask for the intercession of the saints that are on our icon wall. Mm-hmm. And we enter into that moment.
0: Yeah, something where you see it. Maybe it's even like something you carry in your pocket. You know, like a lot of people have little pocket crosses crosses or Mm -hmm. finger rosaries, whatever it is. Something where like if you see it or you feel it or you touch it, it's reminding you that you're in the presence of the Lord right where you are. Right, At that moment.
1: Well, it reminds me of the conversation we were having a couple weeks ago about praying in the moment. Yes. And the running dialogue that's always going through our heads, hopefully with God. Uh, You know what? There's just always so many moving pieces. And so those little things can help us to remain anchored instead of spinning out of control in that movement. Yeah. you know, what? We can be on the move and in the moment at the
0: same time mm. and still have our prayer be meaningful. And that it's OK if that moment isn't the greatest. Right. Right. Like it's OK that maybe you kind of wish this was over already. You can still be in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it can be penitential. Yeah. And you can also still be filled with hope for right. what's coming.
1: When you could be holding his hand. Yeah, It's hard, but you can hold Jesus's hand Mm -hmm. through it. Yes. Yeah, You know, I I love the idea of having something visible. I'm a visual person, which Mm -hmm. is not a surprise being an artist and and a crafty person. Um, But there's such a helpful way for us and our littles to just connect with our faith regularly throughout the day. Like we say out of sight, out of mind, right? So like if it's in our sight or, you know in our focus in our focus right because do we sometimes it's it? right there <laughs> right? we don't see it. like the socks let it not be like the socks <laughs> you know if it's in our sight then we're being constantly reminded like at the mass you know we cross ourselves uh 3 times with the, to keep the lord in our minds and our yes. on our lips and in our hearts yes. and so what if when we pass a crucifix that's just something we started to do because the lord should always be in our minds on our lips and in our hearts mm. Mm. and especially in the dreary middle of lent or you know 50 third week of lent (laughs) like the visual and the tactile objects can serve as a beautiful reminder that even when we can't see it even when we don't feel it that we are created in the image and likeness of God like beauty speaks to us god speaks to us through beauty yeah and and truth and goodness and that's reflected in the beauty that we have in our homes and in our offices and in our cars and in our you know little cross in our pocket maybe
0: yes and you know the in, in the gospel reading the people they wanted to know like what did this man what has this man done or right. what did his parents do right. that made him blind right and mm-hmm. and jesus reminds us that we're all blind in some way we're mm-hmm. all broken in some way but even in that brokenness even as the blind we're called to make the works of God visible right that's what he says he says he is so to make the the works of God visible in him and I think part of how we do that is a willingness to be authentic with other people when we talk about our own blindness yeah. and being open to saying like, yeah, you know what? I don't always do the thing I say I should be doing right. or the thing I know I should be doing. I'm not always focused right. on the that thing I should be. That my is out of focus and yes. maybe a little
1: bit off kilter.
0: Yes. But but even in those moments where mm-hmm. we are totally not where we should be visually or otherwise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when we don't that, see the
1: glasses on top of our own heads. Yes. Yeah. That,
0: that we're authentic and true and giving the witness to like how... Meeting Jesus has changed our lives forever in some way.
1: Right. But I do think that that goes back then to being firmly rooted in that identity that we have as His beloved. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the season is meant to help us live out that identity more clearly, no matter what we've done, Mm -hmm. so that we can be honest about the ways in which maybe we're not living it perfectly with ourselves first. Yes. You know, it's a call to repentance.
0: It's a great time to go to confession when you come to that realization, right? right? Like, okay, today's the day. Yeah. We're going to do it. Let's
1: go. There's no shame in that.
0: Yeah. Wow. God
1: already knows all of it. And he died on the cross for us anyway. Like Romans 5, 8. That's my, my, one of my favorite verses that Christ died for us even while we were still sinners. Yes. He isn't waiting for us to be perfect. He knows that won't happen without his grace and without that help.
0: Yeah. And you know, when we talk with our children about this, when we model this in our homes, it's really helpful and kind of shocking Mm -hmm. when you do this actually for the first time to never be afraid to apologize to your own children. Oh, absolutely. You know, those moments where you're like, I'm sorry that I raised my voice or I'm sorry that I lost my temper. or I'm sorry that I was impatient with you. Will you forgive me? And, and letting them see your desire to, to reconcile your own mistakes and, and to make up for those things. and, and model that for them so that as they get older, they realize that there's no shame in mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness. And there's no shame for for coming to the Lord with your sins and asking him to help you. No. And how to apologize well, too, I think. like Yes. Maybe
1: not like one of mine just saying, I'm sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you get a full bro and not just yeah. a bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like the fake apology. Well, I'm sorry you were hurt by right. that. Sorry. <laughs> Have
0: you heard that one? Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. many times. Mm. So modeling that right—that desire to to reconcile and letting your children see you come come to them to apologize, mm-hmm. modeling forgiveness, and then obviously going to the actual sacrament yes. is a very good thing to be doing during Lent too.
1: Right, right, and to admit our brokenness isn't—it's not a failure on our part. Mm-hmm. Like there is strength in that. Mm. Because I feel like it's in those broken places that God meets us most profoundly, and so, with the case of the the case of the man born blind, now I feel like I'm in like an Encyclopedia Brown book <laughs> <laughs> with the story of, of the man born blind. He, you know, there is this profound like he was he was begging. Yes, that's all he could do was beg. And how often are we there begging Jesus to do something? But we're blind to what he is doing. Yes, like like your kids asking you to help them find the thing, the thing, the thing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But then, like even with a man born blind, it ends up being that it isn't about him. Yeah, it's not about him, and it isn't about us. But it's about God's glory and what God is doing. God can be seen. It's on Jesus. Yes. Right. Eyes fixed on fixed on Jesus. Isn't that Archbishop McMahon's motto? Eyes fixed on Jesus. Yes. So it's fixed on His power and His mercy and His love. Especially in our brokenness, because mm. if we're not broken, we're not in need of that. Mm. And I think sometimes that quest for perfection or to have the perfect image or say the perfect prayer
0: mm-hmm.
1: keeps Jesus at bay.
0: Because mm. like we're not him inviting in distance, Him to be right? there.
1: Yes, right. So being honest about our need, not oversharing. Like nobody's asking you to post a manifesto on
0: Facebook. Right. About <laughs> we don't <all> need to <laughs> air the dirty laundry <laughs> no. in your Instagram feed. Nope. Just being authentic and recognizing and
1: recognizing that place of deficit or failure and that place where we need a little extra grace and a little extra love and might still be a little rough Mm -hmm. around the edges and emptying ourselves of that need to be perfect yes and to let jesus into that place to heal us and to make us whole Mm. and then and then and this comes after the healing after we're made whole in that place Then sharing that experience and being a living example of the way that Jesus has transformed us. And we can't do that if we don't allow him to transform us. And that requires
0: a lot of patience, which is something that we're not good at, right? Because we're always looking for the next thing. Right, and
1: discernment. So it's not always time to share. Right. It's not. Mm -hmm. But once that transformation has happened and we recognize it, or sometimes we don't recognize it, other people
0: point it out to us. Yeah and if we are Mm spirit-led if we're really genuinely spirit-led we'll know right we'll hear it right and and i've definitely had that experience um in in working in the church those moments where you kind of feel that nudge like okay Mm -hmm. this is the time for you to share that Mm -hmm. thing and you're like but lord i don't want to like that's really personal and it hurt Um, but when we when we let kind of lean into that and we do share okay. almost every time that's happened to me almost no I would say every time yeah every time that's happened to me um the person I'm, I'm with has said I'm so glad you said that yeah. because I I was feeling so alone, alone. isolated afraid yes. I mean just fill in all those words right and And now that you've said that, I know that I'm not the only one who's done that. And I'm so grateful.
1: And that's the tactic of the enemy is to divide us so that we feel alone in our shame Mm -hmm. for how we are broken. Mm. When in reality, we're just all broken. (laughs) Like We just are all broken pieces being put together by the grace of God. Amen. And once that happens, we are compelled to share it. Yes.
0: That is our role as a disciple. If, if, If Jesus Christ has changed your life. Yes. We we should want to share that. Right. With as many people as we can. Right. In whatever Absolutely. way we can. Absolutely.
1: Yes. I mean, people literally died to share that back in not just in the gospel, they're dying now. Yeah. And what a gift that we have that we are free to do that here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Archbishop Vigneron, again, in the, in the letter. The letter. The <laughs> in letter. Unleash, in Unleash the Gospel. <laughs> you know, it reminds us there are no bystanders. I think we have, like, stickers and hats yes. and things with that too, right? Yes. No bystanders. Yes. Every encounter with Jesus Christ transforms us and bears witness to his goodness. Yes.
0: And, and this so, man in the gospel right. was setting that. He, he was yeah. leading that example for He's us. Leading the charge. It. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Even Amen. though, like, they questioned Jesus. Even they said, eh, like... What was wrong with you? And wait, is he a sorcerer? <laughs> like no, yes, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I will say that that takes discernment on where to share. Sure. Because as we're sharing with our families, sometimes they get stuck on the well. You were born. They became become the people who are like, well, you were born blind. Mm-hmm. You had sin. Mm-hmm. How is it that you're not that way now? Yeah. I know what you did.
0: I know yes. who you were. Yes. You have to be able to share the whole story yeah. in the time and the place yeah. where. They're open to hearing yeah. it, right? Where their where their hearts are open to listening.
1: And I think that being members of families, both blood and extended, mm-hmm. that we have to be willing to allow people the grace to grow. Yes, we cannot imprison people into the places that they were. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you watch The Chosen, but um, we have been watching it as a family, and there's that line in I want to say episode two of season three where they're all saying, I don't know how to do any of this. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Who am I? And Jesus tells them, you are not what you were. Mm. We are none of us what we were yes. before we encountered Jesus. Yes. amen. And so we have to give people the grace to not be what they used to be, to let go of that memory, to truly forgive. Yes. To erase that from our memories and allow them to be who Christ is creating them to be, our and,
0: children included. And that's, and that's the message of yeah. all these Gospels leading up to Easter, right? We mm-hmm. see... woman at the well and we see the man born blind and we're going to see lazarus raised and and when we when we really look at those all of those are transformations and then they they just escalate to the point of being risen from the dead right and that's just such a beautiful experience to relive that every lent Mm -hmm. um if you have scrutinies in your mask but this year in cycle a (laughs) yeah and and it's really it's a really big church words i know i'm sorry (laughs) it's a really big calling for us to say I have been transformed by Christ and I am going to share that and I am going to speak that. And I want people to know and see and experience how my life has been transformed as a result of encountering Jesus. Right. And I think when we
1: know that in ourselves, we can call that forth in others. Because that's the other part Mm -hmm. of that is to call that transformation forth or to help others to not be blind to what Jesus has been doing in their
0: lives. Yeah. Especially our children and our spouses. Amen. Oh, friends. Our action item for you this week, our, our little takeaway is so simple. Right now, where you are, wherever if you're driving, you know, don't close your eyes while you're driving. <laughs> but where you are right now, or maybe right after this is over, take that minute and just ask the Lord to reveal to you where He wants your focus to be mm. this week. What does He want you to to be centered with? Jesus, we turn our eyes to you and just help our help your wondrous works mm. be visible in us in whatever we do it might be changing a diaper <laughs> it, it might, might be getting a snack it might be picking up that sock yes. that no one else has seen but Jesus you are there in that help us turn our eyes to you when we mm. when, when we perform these small works and that, that that's our only prayer today for you that's that's our ask for you mm. pray that where you are sounds simple but sometimes the simplest things take the biggest effort. Amen. Thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope you find time this week to see clearly the love Jesus has for you and for your family. You can find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.